the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Big seminar day. We had three or four cancellations uh, due to sickness. So if you want to go sign up right now, I'm going to be at Berkeley. Uh, a little bit later in the morning for a free lunch event, you can sign up at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. It's from 11 to 1 in Berkeley. Again, there was a few cancellations, so uh, that opened some space for you. Um, it's going to be Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning in Berkeley, California from 11 to 1 at the Doubletree by Hilton Berkeley Marina Hotel. So free entry code if you go to robblackshow.com. Robblackshow.com is retire123. Uh, take a look at the markets. Uh, once again, we opened higher. Global stocks opened higher. I do something that you may find annoying, but... Typically at lunchtime, when the market's closing, I take a look at, you know, how did the markets do? And I kind of go, eh, I'm surprised by that, or eh, not a surprise. There's a lot of days right now where when you try to match up the political headlines with the stock market gains, it doesn't make a lot of sense. When you try to match up the stock market gains with the Wall Street reports on earnings and some of the stories out there, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, for instance, today, um, it's kind of meandering. I kind of want to feel and say that I feel the market's meandering. Do you feel a little bit of that? Uh, there's not a lot of conviction is what that means. Um, I don't know. Have you ever you know, decided to play a little sport and you're just not totally into it, but you're going through the motion? A little bit of that. You don't know if you want to sweat a lot or not sweat at all. That's kind of what it feels like that people are showing up at work on Wall Street and they're, they're just not committing. There are some commitments, though. Twitter, down 8%. They had a fourth quarter report, which was twinged with disappointing revenue and guidance. Coca-Cola, they're down about 1.6%. That stock seems to have a lot of potential upside. A lot of bad news is built into it. I'm not going to say a lot of upside. It's got upside. 
Um, but they're on the defensive today. They disappointed with their 2017 guidance. Uh, Whole Foods was one of the companies that reported last night after the market. And I remember coming to the Bay Area 17, 16 years ago and uh, checking out all the fresh grocery stores, uh, organically fresh and things along those lines. That trend was very, very slow to start going into the East Coast. Um, it was a little bit more, hey, let's go to Whole Foods. Um, let's go to Oliver's. Let's go to, you know, high-end grocery stores were a little bit more accepted out here, per se. Whole Foods is the name that tempered their 2017 outlook. A lot of people, you have to have a lot of money to shop at Whole Foods, but they're trying a lot of, a lot of like, cheaper concepts. And, you know, back in my uh, dating days, if I were to say, hey, why don't you come on over? I'll cook you dinner. You know, I'd make sure to go to something like Whole Foods to get the best possible um, ingredients and maybe even leave that Whole Foods, you know, receipt on the counter or the bags kind of thing so that it's kind of status simply, right? But they tempered their investor outlook. Um, and investors were surprised at that. So there's some negatives out there. And yet, like I said, at the end of the day, we seem to be going higher some days, most days. And it's like, oh, okay. CVS Health, CVS Health, um, it is still the cold and flu season. And I think I turned on television the other night and saw that, you know, the flu is really hitting people hard right now to the point that they said you could still get a flu shot. Something like 23 children, 23 infants have died this year. And I always look at the flu shot as it's not about me. And if it kills me because it's got mercury in it, I'm okay with it. Um, in theory, it's about stopping me from getting sick and stopping me from coughing on a baby and having that baby die. I'll be okay until I'm 75 and frail. Um, that's kind of my thought. It's the herd mentality. So CBS is up. They top fourth quarter expectations. They reaffirm their 2017 guidance. Um, one of the things that I like to do with you is to ask yourself, do you think that company's going to be in business the day you die? And uh, it may not be CVS as CVS, but okay, maybe we could see Amazon delivering prescriptions. Maybe not. No, no. Um, I don't know. It, it, it seems like it's in a good position, right? But things change. I remember back in the mid-90s, if you took a look at um, American Express, you're like, this company looks awesome. This Leonard Malton guy, you know, he, uh, do you know who I am? <laughs> or do you know my name? And American Express does. It was a pretty powerful company. And then, it, you know, more and more payment methods came into the world. So CVS Health, Cigna, Aetna, Humana, they're all in that healthcare field. And another question is, do we think they're going to be around the day we die? But also, do you think you're going to continue to consume healthcare? Whether it's in the form of affordable healthcare, Obamacare, whether it's, you know, it's HMO, PPO, whether it's out of pocket, whether it's, you know, insurance through the corporation, self-insurance. Um, yeah, we're probably going to be continuing to use healthcare. So Cigna shares are down almost 1% after a judge citing competition factors ruled against Anthem's proposed acquisition of the company. The ruling comes on the heels of Aetna and Humana seeing their proposed merger getting blocked as well. So you can't get into you know all the details on why you know these companies are merging, but a lot of times companies merge for synergies, right? Sometimes they do it for size of scale. 
If you're delivering 100,000 newspapers, it's easy to print 200,000. If you've got two senior vice presidents of photocopy and you could fire one of them so you can see where synergies come in. Wall Street tends to like mergers and acquisitions because they know that, you know, some of this labor cost, just the highest cost of doing business comes in. Um, so where are we on this? So it's kind of a more of the same today. You know, I, I guess we're kind of waiting a little bit to see if anything breaks. Uh, if anything with a new administration happens, you know, does Sean Spicer, does uh, Donald Trump, uh, what gets pushed out, what doesn't. So uh, we have all three major indices higher. You've got crude oil higher. None of them are roaring. Well, gold's a little bit lower. And yeah, I, I, the, the thesis on gold right now is if you're really fearful that you've got a guy who's got a punch bowl that's made out of crystal called the U.S. economy. If you fear that he's going to drop it, um, or does he slip and a little bit of punch gets out, or does he come up with initiatives that, you know, you know, spikes the punch? Um, Russell 2000's higher, the 10-year treasury sits at about 2.3%. Uh, I go back, you know, 18 years roughly in financial media. And one of the things I've been saying all that time is that when the 10-year treasury is under 4%, you buy socks. And, you know, this isn't across the board because maybe you're 60, 65, 70, and you're like, I need some safety in a worst-case scenario. But ten, generally speaking, when the stock market has the best opportunity is when the borrowing costs are the lowest. So when the 10-year treasury is under 10 the 10-year treasury is under 35 to 4%, it's generally an opportunity to buy stocks. And if you look at history, it's played out that way. Now, again, not 99.99%. Nothing's guaranteed like that. Anyway, don't forget, big event coming up today in Berkeley, February 9th from 11 to 1. Got about three or four seats left. Double Tree by Hilton Berkeley Marina Hotel. Um, that's going to be from 11 to 1. Lunch is served. Its registration is needed. To get it in for free, though, use the passcode retire123. Com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. Like I mentioned, uh, there was a couple of people who canceled due to sickness. So there's a couple seats available. And once they're gone, they're gone. And I can't help you um, because it's literally sold out, which is pretty darn cool. It's Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar today at Berkeley from 11 to 1. Double Tree by Hilton, uh, 200 Marina Boulevard. Pretty easy to get in and out of. Yeah, there's probably going to be a little bit of rain, but I think it'll make the bay all that more beautiful, and it should make the event good. Um, you can sign up with the event code retire123. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, how are you? Doing well. I'm already, I'm already at the event location um, cooking up all the macaroni and cheese and hot dogs that we'll be serving for lunch. <laughs> you are so... <laughs> You can't say that. You can't say that. 
You can't oh, tell okay. people what your diet is. No, all right, all right. So, because then again, you're going to be it's expecting me. a plumper chat than than I am then. A 16 ounce uh, T bone if it's me, right? So, um, let's talk about. Uh, did you want to talk a little bit about estate planning? Uh, no, I was going to kind of go over um, some of the just uh, questions that I'm getting in terms of. Okay, go ahead. You know, what are the single threats in retirement? The biggest single threat right now that people okay. are really asking about. It's what do they do about low interest rates? Because people that have been retired for 10 years already have seen their bond rates and CD rates go down. So that's why things like bond alternatives and maximizing your Social Security payout have become so important. And things like bond alternatives, they allow you to take money that would otherwise be in a bond fund, which many were down you know, 3 to 5% in the fourth quarter of 2016, to take that, be a little bit more aggressive with the principal, but without giving up income risk. Okay. So there's some no-load products out there that do that. And then Social Security maximization, I mean, everybody's different, Rob. There's some numbers that come in depending on, you know, if you're married, if your spouse worked or not, how long they worked. Um, there's very few tricks left in Social Security, but there are still some out there. So I think interest rates and dealing with that is very important. Haven't we been in an environment now where old people, and when I mean old, because I'm getting there myself, uh, that they should just expect low interest rates. And even in an environment right now where you have the Federal Reserve talking about raising interest rates, it's still pretty historically low. Shouldn't we be battling this fight as if we've got not very much ammunition in interest rates? Yeah. I, you know, it's going to still be limited upside, even if the Fed raises rates. That's the overnight lending rates between banks. So it'll affect that, and it'll affect any loans that people are paying for in terms of, you know, anything tied to the prime, but we saw from this last increase that CD rates really didn't go up. Um, and how far rates can go up, it's, it's muted because, look, I mean, the, the higher they go, the more attractive the U.S. dollar looks. And the more money flows from overseas into our currency, into our treasuries, which will keep rates a little bit down on the longer end of the curve. So I don't think we're going to see a huge rise in rates over a one, two-year period. Um, hopefully they normalize over a five-year period, which means our economy and the world economy is strong. Can I ask you a question? Because this came up the other night. Um, I was watching. I'm watching more news. I'm looking at more Twitter since Trump has become elected. Um, they talked about, you know, does Donald Trump called one of his advisors at two in the morning, panicked. He didn't know if the strong dollar or the weak dollar is good. And when I was talking to the TV, because that's what I tend to do, I was like. Well, sometimes the strong dollar is good and sometimes the weak dollar is good. It depends on what sort of scenario you want in the U.S. economy. Uh, do you have a feeling on strong dollar or weak dollar? Uh, I, I, I like it either direction just slightly. It's almost like you and I have talked about inflation for years, and a little bit of inflation is, is good. I mean, a little bit of inflation, inflationary environment, is much better than a deflationary environment. Um, because inflation, you can actually invest and do pretty well in the world of tips and commodities. But deflation is, is a much bigger issue. Um, so I think we're, we don't want the dollar to get a whole heck of a lot stronger from here without affecting you know global environment around the world. We are a global economy, despite protectionist commentary that you hear in the media today. Um, so it's, it's kind of, I like it right where it is, to tell you the truth. Okay. Anything else that you want to hit on? We've got about a minute, and we could plug that event one more time. Free entry code um, at new is uh, retirement. Well, let's, let's plug maybe 
jump on and stay after another segment with you um, and talk a little bit about really in retirement how you kind of measure risk in your portfolio, how it's a little bit different than when you're just accumulating assets. And then when the transition should occur between accumulation to setting up your portfolio to pay you for the rest of your life. Sounds good. Thanks. And hold on. It's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. It's a good website with lots of downloadable contents, including a feature called What's Your Risk Number? One of the things that I like about the What's Your Risk Number is it gives you an opportunity to kind of start drawing pictures of, you know, am I risky? Am I not risky? Do I want upside? Do I need upside? Do I, can I, do I, can I take downside? Um, that's super important in my opinion as far as understanding where you're going in retirement. Um, to have that really good picture of your risk. Now again, sometimes that's going to change. You could sign up for the event today. And again, this is very, very weird because it was sold out yesterday, but we contacted people and a couple people uh, are sick under the weather. So three seats, four seats opened up. Uh, it's today from 11 to 1, double tree by Hilton Berkeley Marina Hotel. Um, in Berkeley, California. It's $25, but for our radio listeners, and because I've been doing this for so long, when we were talking to the company that helps us put this together, it's like we want to take care of you, so we're going to always try to get you in cheap or free. This time it's going to be free. Uh, the in, uh, retirement code is retire123. Chad, are you still there? Well, we're going to bring him back in the next segment. So let's take a quick look, and we're going to bring him right back. Uh, you can sign up for that event at newfocusfinancial.com. So taking a look at the market, Coca-Cola missed expectations. Twitter missed expectations. Whole Foods missed uh, expectations. Um, Twitter did something kind of interesting this week. What they did that I found interesting was that they came out with more tools to try to clean up Twitter. Um, Twitter's kind of a wild, wild west, and you could – throw out death threats. You could throw out just mean, cruel things. Um, and Jack Dorsey's on the board of Disney, and there's always been a thought that Disney wants to get that social kind of relationship going. Um, and one analyst says, you know, Trump's constant tweeting is actually negative for Twitter. I think that, you know, all exposure is good exposure. You know, all PR is good PR, except for if you're being handcuffed and taken to the federal court. Uh, but Twitter shares, and uh, this is a stock that I don't play. I don't play a stock that's breaking down until I see revenues increase and losses cut. At least those two things. And then you're you're starting to look for product. You're starting to look for things like average monthly users. Um, they posted a fourth quarter earnings of 16 cents, which was better than expected, on 717 million in revenue. They're still doing EBITDA which is kind of like made-up earnings. So it's earnings before interest, tax, depreciation, amortization. Um, so that, you know, they said for the first quarter, that's going to be between 75 and $95 million. I hate, or, because you have to pay taxes, depreciation, amortization, interest. So I don't like the EBITDA number. It's good for fast-growing companies, but it's kind of one of those metrics that you don't want to, like, be too positive with. Don't forget about the event. Sign up today at Rob Black Show. Code is retire123. Now, back to Rob Black and your money 
on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. After the show today, I'm going to be in Berkeley, California. Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar, Doubletree by Hilton Berkeley Marine Hotel. Um, we started doing lunchtime events recently, and surprisingly, this one filled up fast and sold out. So we have a code to get in because three or four people canceled. I haven't checked to see if it's sold out. It might be, but I think there's two or three still left because I think I've only seen one come through. Sometimes they don't come through. Uh, you can sign up for the event um, by going to newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com and using the code RETIRE123. It's today from 11 to 1 at the Doubletree by Hilton, Berkeley Marina Hotel. Lovely location. It's going to be a little rainy. Um, and that should make things a little bit more romantic. Speaking of romance, let's bring on CFP Chad Burton. Hey, Mr. Burton. My bromance. Uh, no, no. It's, if you want to go romance, we can ro- go romance. Do you, anywhere in your life, in the last 20 plus years of being an adult, you have any regrets about the amount of money you spent on Valentine's Day? On Valentine's Day? Yeah, it's coming oh, up. Oh, man. I'd have to go back to like pre-college days. Okay. For sure, back when, yeah. Back when you were kind of like a marketing sucker. <laughs> Pretty much. So, yep. You know, my, I mean, my, my... At one age, gets to the point where they're, they're trying to impress somebody that they shouldn't, right? My least favorite thing to buy on Valentine's Day is flowers um, because they're dead in two or three days. And yes, I like the symbolic gesture of them, but I'd rather buy really, really cheap dandelions um, than, say, you know, really expensive roses. So... Thoughts from you? My wife doesn't even like roses, which is nice. She likes the more colorful bouquets versus, you know, here's a dozen lame, just nothing but roses. So it's good. Yeah. When in California, you need to speak our language. It's not bouquet, it's bouquet. Oh, bouquette? Bouquet. Bouquet. So, got it. Okay, so you, you and I were talking last segment, and I'm going to see you today, and we're going to do the event today, and people can still sign up today. Go to newfocusfinancial.com. And one of the things on your website is a risk number. Yep. And last segment, we were talking about a risk number. You know, the problem I have with risk numbers is when things are greedy, I want to have more risk. Yeah. When things yeah. are good. and when, So that to me, it's kind of a soft number. Let's talk about risk numbers, especially in retirement. Well, it, it's interesting to see how the industry's changed a bit because, you know, as a registered investment advisor that acts as a fiduciary, which is, you know, what New Focus is, we've, we've always had a risk tolerance questionnaire. There's a, a duty to get to know your clients. Um, and what we found is that we have to actually use two different styles now. Um, we've adopted kind of two styles, and we alternate them year by year because things do change. I mean, people that had, you know, an aggressive risk tolerance were the first ones to call at the bottom of the market in 2009. Um, and so what, what the industry is realizing is that it's really, you have to invest for your most comfort level on how much of a drawdown you're willing to take over the next six months. And it's it's an interesting time period, but it is really a six-month period. So there's a couple of ways to measure risk tolerance, and that is a six-month drawdown. And then you can measure really the risk in your portfolio in terms of your ability to stay retired. Um, and that it would be something called the Monte Carlo simulation, where you take your existing portfolio, the holdings, and you run various simulations, obviously a computer does it, um, based on your actual holdings and your asset allocation, and you can kick out a a success rate. 
and you don't want to retire with anything less than an 85% success rate, if not more. Um, but that's just assuming a static portfolio that you're randomly drawing from in retirement. So then the next step is do you have an actual plan to get through the tough times in the market? Because there hasn't been a ton of them since 1950, but they do occur. And as long as you don't have to sell when they are occurring, when those big drawdowns are occurring, you'll, you're going to be okay. So it's the actual plan on how you set aside three years' worth of expenses in cash and then how you're constantly working to feed that, peel off gains in the market after a big run-up like Q4, um, and then actually implementing a, a plan. So there's a lot of different ways to measure risk and the success rate in a portfolio in retirement. Ultimately, though, with things like Monte Carlo simulations that you just said, if it has an 85% success ratio, there's you got to play that 15%, or you always have to think of worst-case scenarios and... You know, good golly, like, you know, you know, I was saying earlier today, we've got a leader of the country right now who's carrying a pretty big punch bowl of the economy. And, you know, if he slips, as long as he doesn't fall and break it on the ground, it'll be okay because it's a pretty good economy. Um, is there a scenario where you slip and break the punch bowl, per se, in retirement, um, where the Monte Carlo simulation just fails? Well, yeah. I mean, first of all, you, did you like my – we were talking yesterday. Did you like my – I'm going to try to coin this phrase. we got the Trump bump. Yeah. We could get a chaos canal. You like it? Is it going to end up on CNBC? Yeah, the chaos canal sounds too sexual to me. <laughs> I, oh, man, you would go there first. All right, well, I'm gonna it's all yours, though. It. It's all yours. If you want it, you can have it. I'll get some feedback from the group at lunch today to see if, if they like it. Um, and that's the thing is that there there are advisors, Rob, that use the Monte Carlo simulation almost as a sales tool, and right. and that's what they fully depend on. But I, I give an example at events that if you just have a static portfolio and you're randomly drawing your monthly income at retirement, your success rate is if it depends on the order of returns, and so whether good returns come in the beginning or the end, and you can't have that, so you still have to have an actual plan with human interaction that monitors a three years worth of expenses, or not expenses, but three years worth of portfolio draw in cash and how you feed that, because returns are random. And you have to peel the growth off the table when they occur to replenish your cash so that the cash is there to get you through those shorter term, you know, two, sometimes three year drawdowns that occur in the market. They happen, but if you had a plan for them, you'll be fine. Sounds good. Now, as far as today goes, uh, like I said, there's a couple more seats available because you sent out a, you know, are you still able to come? And a couple of people backed out due to illness. Uh, we're going to be at the Double Tree by Hilton Berkeley Marina Hotel. It's going to be about a two-hour event. We're going to start probably about 10.55, hobnobbing a little bit. It goes from 11 to 1. Uh, is there anything that we need to know about the event? Any surprises? I know Michelle Lerman's going to be there, the state planner. Yeah, you know, we've got some state planning, and um, she's going to talk about what changes may need to be made under the Trump administration, administration. And we'll obviously be talking about a lot of people's questions about where is the economy headed. Here, you got a Trump administration, you got a Dow at an all-time high, you got the S&P 500 approaching close to an all-time high, and you've got recently global markets have continued to drift upward. You have calls today and value um, in Europe, a couple of big names out there saying, hey, it's now time to buy Europe. Emerging markets did almost as well as the S&P 500 last year, and a lot of people don't realize that. So um, it's a lot, a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Don't you love it when you hear people who are marketing and they use terms like diversification? 
<laughs> That's not a word. <laughs> don't don't George Bush Jr. us. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, buy and hope or that that there's one person right now who's running an ad who's like uh Trump said we were in a bubble while he was in the uh election now we're even more of a bubble your retirement is going to crash I'm like why do people do that I wish that would get cracked down on as far as the SEC and Fenra as far as some of the people who are selling alternative products um, yeah. yeah with the message of fear and the Department of Labor has that fiduciary rule that's really trying to crack down on that. And I think that's why you're seeing this last-minute push by gold coin for your IRA people, um, annuity salesmen, where instead of using no-load products, they're using loaded products. Um, so you just have to be careful. It sounds too good to be true. It probably is. And that's CFP Chad Burton. You can meet him today, and I highly suggest you get there a little early. Um, he's incredibly friendly and easy to talk to. Going to bring a couple more, one, two, at least two CFPs, or one more CFP and a CFA, um, to Berkeley today at the Doubletree by Hilton Berkeley Marina Hotel. So if you have financial questions, it's a good day to go. I'll be there. Tony Mendez with real estate will be there. Michelle Lerman, estate planning attorney, who you go to her office and it's going to cost you a couple hundred dollars an hour to talk to her. Um, but you come to an event like this and you can hit her up for questions on the fly in the scenario. So um, it's a real good event to come to, uh, super friendly, super casual. Um, we've set it up so that it's lunch is being served. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever. Um, and I know that. And, uh, you know, life gets more complicated. You know, in your 20s, it's like, woohoo, away from mom and dad. Let's see, I guess I should change my sheets once a month. Um, and then you like, oh, got a girlfriend, better change the sheets once a week. Um, then, you know, other things start happening in your 30s where you may decide to get married. You may decide to put it off. You may decide to pursue your career. Things get complicated as you get older. And as you hit towards retirement, you really want to straighten out this one piece in your head pretty good. It's, um, you know, I remember trigonomics in high school that it, it just, I couldn't get my head around it. And it was really, really important going into the school year that I figured out. So I got a tutor. Um, consider CFP Chad Burton your coach or your tutor on getting your head around a lot of this retirement income strategies and estate planning events. That's today from 11 to 1. It's probably our only trip to Berkeley this year. You know, maybe, maybe super late in the year. Um, but we try to do only like six to eight events a year and we try to get our all around the Bay Area. So it's today from 11 to 1. The, it is a lunch event. It is a free lunch event if you use the code retirement123. I'm sorry, retire123. But you can sign up for the event at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for supporting the show. It's always appreciated. Questions, drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black. The stock market recently hit record highs, but don't celebrate just yet as retirement is marching ever closer. Most of us have a big fear about what retirement will actually look like. To conquer that fear, you need to take the right steps along the way. Learn winning strategies from me, Rob Black, and certified financial planner Chad Burton at an educational event in Los Gatos on Thursday, March 9th at 630 
We will cover the building blocks of a successful portfolio and break down the 2017 market outlook. You'll also learn how to transition your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase, which accounts to draw from first, how to minimize tax and retirement, social security strategies, and much, much more. And get estate planning tips for 2017 from attorney Michelle Lerman. That's Thursday, March 9th, 6.30 to 8.30 at the Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com for just $25 or free for KDOW listeners using the promo code RADIO25. That's newfocusfinancial.com, promo code RADIO25. Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Thanks for listening to the show. Today's one of those days where the Fed speakers talk, and you bring this up and you kind of bring it up in hushed tones because it's important, but it's not super important. A lot of times it's uh, what I would refer to as trial balloons, where the Fed will send out uh, one representative who says interest rates may go higher. And they'll see how the market reacts, and they'll see how the crowd reacts. They'll see how the press reacts. They'll send out another Fed president, and they'll say interest rates might go lower. And they'll see how things react. So Fed President Bullard is talking, and he doesn't have a vote. So we don't really put as much, you know, weight on his uh, policy outlook as we say we could. But he's saying that three rate hikes this year is not implausible. Um, Fed President Evans is talking later this morning, and we'll see if he says something very similar. Because what they're trying to say, if they both say the same thing, is uh, market, look for this. Market, don't be surprised. Market, that means one every four months. Market, it's coming. Um, it's kind of like when you watch that horror movie. You know there's something in the closet. Or when the person turns around, it's going to be right there. Or it's going to be when they step away from there, it's going to be back in the closet again. And you're like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. You kind of know the rules. And you're, you shouldn't be as scared as you are, but you still are. So that's kind of important to really grasp a lot of. Um Donald Trump's going after John McCain today in a tweet storm again. And it's kind of not the best I well, I'm not going to give political opinions here. What I'm going to say is if you want a lot of the Trump agenda to go through, which is pro-growth, lower taxes, repatriation of cash, potentially taxing borders, that's not pro-growth. Um, but the tax plans, for sure. Um you don't attack a senator who's technically on your side. So Donald Trump is saying Senator McCain should not be talking about the success or failure of a mission to the media. Um, it only emboldens the enemy. And, you know, McCain was in the Army for a long, 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 long time. And there's a lot of questions about what happened um, in a military raid on Yemen last month. And McCain's been a little bit on the critical side. So... You're seeing Trump and McCain kind of trade some jabs at this point in time. And that's unfortunate. Well, it's not unfortunate. 
it's going to create problems down the road. Because like you saw the uh, Secretary of Education, it came down to two votes swung from Republican to Democrat, and they needed one more. They didn't get it. And when it happened that way, Pence came down and voted for the Secretary of Education, and it was done. So the more people you get who might flip, uh, potentially the more damaging that could be. But I think we all know this. So one area that I feel comfortable with this year is areas that are going to be deregulated. Uh, Trump doesn't have to get laws passed. I want you to take a look at some of these areas that are going to be deregulated. Energy, um, telecommunications are two of the, the big ones. Maybe, maybe healthcare. You know, we've seen some crazy stuff where Trump says, you know, hey, healthcare companies, you're charging way too much money. Boo, he's negative on healthcare companies, drug companies. But I'm going to cut the regulation for you so that it's easier to get drug to the market. So if you have a drug that's going to save a little kid dying from cancer, that he'll actually get a chance to get it. You don't have to go through regulations and through uh, paperwork to get him to that drug. Yay, faster regulations. But there's also some negatives on that. You know, Merck has been selling a drug that costs over $100,000 that after a couple of years, they've decided it's really not that effective. The efficacy is not worth the money. So with that said, getting that pre-approved too fast probably costs a lot of people in the healthcare system a lot of money. So there's a lot of uncertainty right now swirling around the pro-growth reform efforts in the United States. We went from the elections of, oh, that was a surprise, to, oh, look, some pro-growth initiatives, to, okay, why are we not going straight for those pro-growth initiatives? There's something called the first 100 days where he's got Congress kind of has a mandate. And what I mean by that is America voted in governors, senators, House of Representatives. They voted in a Republican mandate and a president as well. And there should be some momentum there. And you're like, wait for it. Wait for it. And it's not there. Um. You know, Clinton uh, had his, uh, you know, t- second year started with the the Republicans taking back control, and they had the first hundred days, and it's kind of a theme out there. That's the time to get stuff done, um, and then there's going to be some, you know, more fighting going on every time from there on. So there's a lot of uncertainty right now. Um, Trump said this something kind of vague this morning. He says. Uh, I'm going to be releasing something phenomenal in terms of tax in the next two to three weeks. Okay. And then we learned today, and we don't know what that is. It's phenomenal. Didn't we learn today Kellyanne Conway has encouraged Americans to go buy Ivanka's stuff? And that's got to be a violation of ethics rules. Uh, but again, until you get that extra senator, um, extra House representative, you know, not caring about re-election, angry enough to like, follow through, you're not going to get very far or try to impeach or go after. So um, go buy Ivanka's stuff is what I'd say. I hate shopping. I'm going to buy stuff today, she said. And uh, that's a massive endorsement. So, um, And that's a ban. There's a ban on basically on federal employees using public office for endorsement of product. So we'll see how this all goes. It certainly is interesting. I'm uh, heading off to today the Doubletree by Hilton Berkeley Marina Hotel. It's in Berkeley, California. 
uh, 200 Marina Boulevard. Going to be talking retirement income strategies, estate planning with CFP Chad Burton and Michelle Lerman. That's from 11 to 1. There was a couple cancellations yesterday. I haven't seen any come through today, uh, but you can sign up at, by using the code RETIRE123. Go to newfocusfinancial.com and sign up today for the event today, RETIRE123. I'm Rob Black. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.